Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick here, and welcome to today's show. So today, you've got me. Yep, no guests, no interviews. There are plenty of them coming, so don't worry. But I thought it was about time that I delved back into the toolkit, so to speak, and covered a couple more topics that I consider mechanics of scaling and growing your business. And this one is inspired today by Jason Bullock. Now, Jason is probably one of the few people who sent me a whole heap of topics (laughs) that he'd like me to cover on Scale Up Your Business. So I'm very pleased to say that we're now tackling another one of them, Jason. And this one is on networking. So I'm going to cover this in two different ways. I'm going to sort of talk about it from the context of building an effective network, which is crucial in growing and scaling your business, but also networking in general. And I know this is going to be of huge value to people because this is one of the areas that people just struggle with. And I know why they struggle with it. I'm going to get into that today. And a lot of it is the fear that they are not enough. And when you put yourself into an environment where you're meeting new people, particularly if it's a face-to-face event or something like that, you've got to sort of start to sort of get out of that thinking in your mind and just make the most of the opportunity because everyone is in the rooms there for the same reason. They're trying to improve their business, advance themselves. But, you know, as I always say, if you're in your head, you're dead. And if you're not going to these things and extending your network, it's going to come back and get you at some point. So I'm going to go deep into it today, a bit of a masterclass on this, how I do it, what I've learned. As always, I don't consider myself an expert in this area, but I've had enough experience conversations to be able to give you a few tips and a few pointers that will hopefully help you build your network as we start to go into a new year in 2020. So what did Jason say? He said, it's often said that having a strong network can contribute significantly to the success of any business wishing to scale up. Couldn't have said it better myself. However, in my experience, most people don't have, or at least don't start out with a large network of people who can add value to their business. And furthermore, when you really try hard to network, a lot of these organized events that are supposed to help you They can often be a waste of time, especially when you spend more time fighting off a so-called business coach who has never actually achieved anything themselves, and there's lots of those out there, than you do making meaningful connections. So in other words, it's easy to waste a lot of time doing the wrong things. So please do a podcast focusing on how to build a network. So there you go, Jason. So that's what you asked me to do, and that is what we are going to get into today. So why you should do it how you get good at it, all of that stuff. And as I sort of said, when when I sort of kicked this thing off, most people, when they hear about a networking event, you see their body language change. And some of the fears, and I want to kind of go straight into this, some of the fears that people have when they think about networking and building a network is that it doesn't come naturally. So therefore it comes across as inauthentic. Now, let me just call this out as it is. Anything you start in life, anything you start in your business, you're not going to be great at at the very beginning. Yeah? You get good at things over time. And and more often than not, 
by more practice and more experience, it just becomes natural. So I'll give you, give you a case in point. I do a lot of speaking now. Obviously, the podcast is an example of that. When I was at school, I was the most nervous guy around speaking. You know, I'd get up there, I'd shake. I'd, I literally can remember sweat pouring off my, my, my head and whatever else. And then people would laugh because I just looked like this kind of picture of nerves and everything else. And you know, not that they were any better back then. But what I did is I put myself into um, a debating class and every Friday night I'd have to compete in these debates. And over time, I mean, the beginning it was horrific because you were you were sort of presenting in front of not only your sort of peers and classmates, but all the parents would turn up there and all the teachers. So it was really, really hard. But because I challenged the situation and I made myself get better because I knew it was a skill that was going to help me longer term, I, I did it. So networking is very much like that. So if you're listening to this thinking, oh, it doesn't, I'm not very good at it. Well, again, get it out of your head. It's important to do it in a way that's comfortable to you. Don't get me wrong. But you've just got to, you've got to work out a way to, to extend what your network is. As I say, scale up is more about the people around you than it is around just you. It's a combination of those things. So you've got to be able to bring people around you in a true and authentic way. So the second fallacy, just to get right in there, is that it's a waste of time. Networking, you know, doesn't work. It's a waste of time. You know, yes, if you're just talking about that that small event that happened down the road and you went there and there was 10 people there and you had canapes and wine and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I get it. If you're doing those all the time and you're not being strategic about it, then that can be a waste of time. It can be a time drain. But... It's one of those things that if you're, as I said, if you're strategic and you think about the communities that you're trying to be involved in, the purpose of why you're networking in the first place, then you can get very, again, focused on what's going to be able to give you value. So another small example, I've been playing around with a, a website recently called Meetup. And that's designed of having sort of more localized, very specific niche events, if you like, or, or networking groups that are focused on a certain topic. So I've set one up near where I live. It's about business ownership. And I'm doing that because, you know, A, I want to help some people closer to where I am. And I do that already through through some of my clients. But but I want to be able to build more of a community there and add some value of what I'm doing through the podcast just to my local community. So that to me is is a more intentional way of making networking work for how I want to add value and hopefully help other people. So is it a waste of time? Depends. The goal of me contributing back through that particular event is certainly not a waste of time for me. And then you get into, is it, isn't it tacky? Isn't it transactional? Well, you know what? It shouldn't be. And, and this is back to my point around mindset. Check your mindset. You've got to change the view because you know, instead of asking what's in it for me, try thinking about how can I help someone and what can I learn? If you think, you know, probably the number one point in this episode today is if you can think about it in that way, how can I help someone? What can I learn? And I've said this before in the podcast, one of my beliefs is that if I help people without expectation, I'll have everything I want in life in so many different ways. If you go into a networking um, opportunity, with that thought, that feeling, that, that, that sort of way of doing things, it's going to be a very, very different experience. So just check that. Just check your mindset. If you've got negative connotations because it used to be more difficult or people have told you, I would suggest that you're giving up an opportunity by just thinking that way. And then the last one is, isn't networking manipulative? <laughs> you know, I'll scratch your back if you'll scratch mine. Ugh. 
uh, listen, at, at its core, networking is simply just a group of people with interest in you know their own success and helping you achieve yours. So this idea of intention, I keep saying that word, it's such a powerful word, but you've got to give generously and you've got to go there with the right reasons. You're always going to run into people who are there trying to do the hard sell. And then another, another story, I was in one of my, my clubs, I'm a member of a couple of different clubs in London, in the UK, and one of them in particular, one of them is really good and one of them in particular is just literally a haven for people pitching. And, you know, people come up to you as you're trying to do some work and, you know, you know how, how's business going, what's going on? And then, you know, they drop the business card. That type of stuff just screams of desperation and also screams of, of just doing the wrong thing. So whatever you get across in terms of my personal belief, my personal view on networking and building a network is you don't do it like that. That's the old school way of doing it. The new way of doing it, as I said, is more about adding value and just being very generous with how you do that. But at the same time, be conscious of what you're trading off or trading that time for. So in terms of what you know, building a network gives you, so this is, again, my personal view and, and some of my experiences on this. It gives you a really strong edge into what's happening in your market because it's much quicker and much easier to get success when you learn from others' successes and also their mistakes. So if you can have a conversation with someone in your industry and you've learned that they've tried a, a marketing technique, they've tried a product launch, they've tried to you know, win a channel partnership with someone that you're interested in having that conversation with, just imagine the value of that insight. So if any of you are thinking about networking, wasting time and having these conversations and, and that sort of stuff, one really strong insight from a powerful conversation is going to change potentially what could be hours, weeks, months of your time if you're trying to do something and you haven't got any qualification or validation from it. So that's the first thing. You're going to get information which is going to be valuable for you. Then the big thing around learning, you know, having new horizons. I talk about mentorship. I talk about mastermind groups. I talk about changing your environment. It's such a key part of what's transformed everything in my life. And for me, this learning, this constant sort of growth mindset, you're going to get that from other people. So however you decide to do it, building a network with that in mind is certainly up there with probably above the concept of building your business, really, because the more you grow as a person, the more skills and the more experience that you get from others, the, the more effective you're going to become in your business anyway. Then you've got what I think's another unsaid thing, but huge, is this, this idea of having a tribe of people around you, a trusted tribe that gives you, you know, personal value, operational strategic value. So I'm a member of a mastermind group in the US. It's called M1. And if you're interested in that, I suggest you look it up. It's pretty powerful. It's a network of individuals who are trying to certainly get ahead in a number of different areas in their life. Some of that's business, financial, some of that's health. A lot of that's about how you relate to other people. But the quality of the people in this tribe, as we call it, actually is out of this world in terms of the stuff that they're doing. Just every single week, people are kicking goals left, right, and center. And you can't help but not be inspired by what you see there. That's the first thing. And the second thing is you feel a level of sort of being pulled along by it, a level of accountability just by being in that environment. So again, when you're building a network, it's too linear to think about it just from a business perspective. It's too linear turning up to the local event with business cards. 
you've got to have a more well-rounded, holistic view to this. So some of it is absolutely about business. Some of it about that is absolutely about your personal growth. Some of that is about learning in general and, and market information. But all of these things, when they come together, are going to amplify your reputation. So if you think about who, who are key people of influences or key influences in any industry, in any sector, it's when they've got a message that's getting out there that needs to be heard and they're helping people through that. So that, again, comes from relation, relating with other people. It's about building the network. And the network doesn't always have to be face-to-face. I talk a lot about social media and personal branding for that exact same reason. So anything that can amplify your reputation is going to enhance what you're trying to achieve and take you further you know, towards your goals, as long as you're prepared to put yourself out there and, and go through what that is. And you know, I look at that and say, it's not, you know, it's not just about me. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely about the value that I said I could add to other people. If you build a network that thinks and behaves exactly like you, you know, some, some people that stretch and challenge you and, and, and facilitate those sort of advantageous relationships and you embrace difference and diversity from those, that's absolutely going to be um, helping you on that journey. Okay, so quite a lot of points in there. Maybe some different perspectives because, you know, as Jason, Jason was asking about how do you build a network and I'm talking about both building a network and networking in general because they are obviously aligned. But the ultimate thing, if I could give it one word, the most powerful thing, it's about trust. So when you consider that a strong network can offer you support, information, challenge, uh, development, it's crazy that we're reluctant to not tap into that, right? So Doing so doesn't mean you don't have to respect other people that are around your community, around your network, but if you have invested in them, people don't mind helping you back. It's that law of reciprocity. And the most important thing, as I said, is remember you're building a trusted and a trustworthy network. That is the foundation. Nothing else matters. Even if you start with that and build out and you have different networks that fall off the back of that, that is your starting point. So anyone listening who hasn't done anything in this space whatsoever Start with that position of trust and that will take you a long way. And aligned to that, don't be afraid to leverage. Leverage your network. There isn't a day that goes by that I don't ask for help in some way, shape or form from people that are in my network. Sometimes that's business related. Sometimes that's just advice. And I have no fear in doing that and certainly no concern in in leveraging that because part of my psychology is helping others, as I said before. I'm actually quite, quite specific about it, and I'm happy to share this with you. You're going to think, oh, Nick, there goes Nick again. God, he's so process organized, blah. But you know, I, I say 20% of my time is helping people you know, for free. I don't expect anything back from that because I know that that 20%, that contribution is going to come back so many times over, and it also means that I'm really happy to leverage and ask other people. So for all of you who have contacted me on the, on the podcast, and I've jumped on a call with, all of that is within my 20% of the time I have available every single week to help people. Now, I know by saying that, I'm going to get inundated with calls now. And to be frank, it is getting busy. (laughs) So I've said it a couple of times, if I'm slow to get back to you, I really do apologize. It's not because I'm rude. It's not because I'm not, not because I'm disorganized. It's just that I'm intentional with my time. And I do only have a certain amount of capacity every week so that I can spend the other 80% doing other things, you know, my health, my fitness, my relationships, other business interests, that sort of stuff. 
But that's a good starting point if you want to start to think about this. How can I help people? How can I help people? How can I build a network around me that's driven by trust and then start to leverage that? And you'll feel, you'll show up in a different way when you walk into a room like that. If you walk into a room and you are showing that level of congruency with why you were there, you've thought about it in advance, you will not have issues about having those conversations with people, even the more random ones that turn up with a, as I said, a glass of wine and a canapé. So let me leave you with or, or give you seven tips. So as you know, I like to keep things nice and practical on the podcast. So hopefully the context is there. First and foremost, you have to build one. If you're not building a network, you're missing out. And you just got to start from a place where you're comfortable being. And that might just be simply getting a mentor. That could be the first thing you decide to do could be calling up your mate who who was very successful when you were back at school and then asking for some advice. Could be turning up to your local event. It doesn't actually matter. The most important thing is taking action and taking that first step. So let me go into this in a bit more detail. Seven tips and some of these I've covered, but I want to be very explicit with what they are. So first one, approach networking with a mindset of abundance. How can I help? What can I offer? It's all about this contribution and helping people. Do not go in there with, I need to network to grow my business. I need to take, take, take. That will not work. Do never, ever, ever do it. Go in there with this, this, this offer of help and it will change the way you think about it. Be strategic in both the building of your network and the leveraging of it. So don't ever, ever make it transactional or manipulative, ever. Yeah, it's never about that. That's not what a network is. I know it gets a bad name. I know all of us every single day get spammed on LinkedIn by someone saying, hey, you know, isn't it great that you're in my network and I know someone else in your network and therefore we should, you know, we should connect, right? And then you connect, right? I do it, you do it. And then within 15 seconds, you get the spam, the long email about, hey, you know, have you been thinking about this? Because I've been thinking about this and, you know, here's my calendar and, you know, perhaps we can have a 10 minute conversation. You know, I don't mean to be flippant. You know, <laughs> I know I'm coming across flippant. LinkedIn's a great tool as are other social media platforms, but that's just not going to work, guys. Seriously, that, that screams of, as I said beforehand, trying to be transactional. And that's not what you're trying to do. You're trying to form a relationship. So be strategic. That's number two. Number three is when you're in a situation, be it, you know, in a room, online, in whatever way, shape or form, find a place of common interest. Listen to people and be curious. This is powerful in its own right. How many times have you had a conversation with someone where, you know, they've made you feel like you're the most interesting person in the room? Yeah, it doesn't happen very often, does it? But I bet at those points in time, you can remember that individual. And what do they do? They listened. Yeah, they gave you the right body language. They connected with you. They showed genuine interest and they, they, they built rapport because they were, they were present. So to counteract that, how many times have you been in a networking situation where the person's just looking around the room, playing with their phone, seeing if there's someone more important that they should be speaking to? So if you're going to take the time to go to a particular events, this is where this is probably most prevalent, Take the time to actually be present. It's not about going around the room and handing out every business card to a thousand people, right? Because you're going to get forgotten. That's the business card that's going to get thrown away with everyone else's business card that's been handed out. You want to be the person that's had less volume but more quality conversations. 
Remember, if you are going to these events, you know, you're going there not to win business, you know, or to win a client. You're going there to create a client. And there's a very big difference. Creating a client is not about you trying to win them over in some tacky sales technique. It's about you building authenticity, credibility, rapport, adding value so that if the opportunity does present itself, that you can help that person through what you do in your business, what do you think is going to happen? They are going to remember you. Yeah, this stuff really does work. And this is where it's the most powerful form of networking if you're thinking about it from from the business side. Fourth one is ask for advice. So people are usually genuinely motivated to help you or share what they know if you ask for it. So again, if you're in an event around marketing and you've got a question, you know, put your hand up if there's a speaker or certainly ask the group you're speaking to. So be vocal and, and get value. So use the event to get value. The fifth one is invest time in your network without expecting an immediate return. So I mentioned before about, you know, don't expect any return. So helping people without expectation, but it's more about the the immediacy piece of this. So I know that the conversations that I have, that the 20% of time I spend with people contacting me through the podcast and, and other means, I know that I'm going to get a heap of value back from those conversations. I don't know if it's the one conversation today, tomorrow, last week, last month, last year. It could be three years ago, but I know it's going to come back because I'm creating a memorable moment in many ways through that conversation with the intent of helping them. I want every person I speak to to go away with some insight, some tip that they can then use to progress where they're trying to get to. That's my intent every single time. Because I know that that's going to be a memorable conversation and I know at some way, shape or form that will come back either directly or indirectly. Okay, so I've said it a few times. I've said it a few times on the podcast in general. It's a really strong core belief. If you can change your whole thinking about your commerciality of your business around that, it it really starts to shift things in a big way. Okay, number six. Make sure some of your network are outside of your organization. So this is if you're, you know, so it's not just about being, if you're in the corporate world, don't just, you know, network internally. Certainly don't just network in your business. You need to be thinking, I need people around me that aren't just like me. So I I often say when you're planning, and I did this in my episode with um, with Gavin, Gavin Preston on, on, on how you sort of think about planning that you you need to go outside before you go inside. And what I meant by that is that you need to look at what the market's telling you. So this is the same point that's being made here. Don't just remain insular. Start thinking about where you can get information from. Another really powerful statement I heard the other day was, if you're the most important person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. And just, wow, isn't that awesome, right? So that pushes this point push yourself out of your comfort zone, particularly if you're more seasoned at this networking, get yourself into a place where you're less comfortable because that's where you'll stretch and that's where you'll grow and that's where you will learn more. Okay, and the seventh, lucky last, even though I might have a bonus one as well, but number seven is acknowledge it is important for building your leadership capability and impact and focus on getting good at that. So this is now more about the person that shows up when you're networking, be that again online in a room, It's about you, the leader. And as much as the last point was about going outside to get information, this is about going inside to you so that, you know, you, when you turn up to these things, your presence and what you're, what you're showing, what you're stepping into is, is crucial. So the more of a leader you become of yourself, the more you grow, the more effective and more wide ranging 
your network is going to become. And again, I'll use an example of, of me. When I've, you know, think back the last five, 10 years, my network now is, is really strong because I've put myself out there. You know, it hasn't been easy at times, but I've managed to form some really strong relationships with people who are just incredibly generous with their time. And I had to make the first move. Those things weren't coming to me. Yeah, I wasn't, you know, I'm going to sit in my office at home and, you know, do whatever. I had to go and make that happen. So it's about action. But the definition for that for me is, is, is leadership, leadership and impact. Okay, so lots there. You've got everything you need in this episode to build a powerful network. Absolutely. You know, the starting points, everything. There's no blueprinted answer here, but it's a combination of who you are, you know, your brands, helping people without expectation, putting yourself in in challenging rooms where, as I said beforehand, you're not the, the most important or the biggest person there. And one bonus point. So I'm not putting this in my seven tips, but this is just, this is kind of the extension. This is the, the upgrade, yeah? The, the course above the course. If you really want to build impact, don't be the person that's just standing in the networking room. Be the person on the stage. Okay, now for those of you who've never done any of this and don't like putting themselves out there, that's like, oh, well, don't don't say that. I don't want to hear that. I know it's true, but I don't want to hear that. But how often have you been in an event where you see people rush to the, the speaker at the end versus, you know, trying to get around as many people as possible to kind of either, you know, help them or give you a message? So if you're up for it and you really want to get out there and build a network, I encourage everybody to get their voice and their message heard now i do that through podcasting quite obviously yeah but if for you go and start speaking at some events start to become more influential in your industry your network will 10x 100x just from that one tactic alone and this is not about getting paid for speaking this is about you know speaking to some organizers in your niche i've got some really good friends in the property game and I know that, you know, how they've built their brands, built their businesses has been going out there and speaking about what they do. So that's a, a tip for those who are really up for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's Nick's challenge for the week. If you really want to get out there and do that, then in the next quarter, say call it Q1 of next year as we end this year and go into 2020, get yourself on stage at least once. So there we go. That's it. Networking. So Jason, I hope I've covered everything. There's a lot in there. The the bit you also asked was about mentors. Uh, I've touched on that a little bit today because I think building a network isn't just about networking. As we said, it's about surrounding yourself with people who challenge you, stretch you, push you, all that sort of thing. So, you know, that's, that's there. And I've mentioned that many times. I've mentioned, obviously, that our Accelerator program, which is launching soon, is part of that. If you are considering it, we have, I think, two spots as of today left. So they will be gone, I'm sure, within the next couple of weeks pre-Christmas. And as I said, if you're sitting on the fence thinking, ah, I don't know what, what I'm going to do and I, and I need to start to accelerate my business, please consider it. As I said, it's partly about the principles of scale-up but it's also about the network. It's also about the accountability. It's also about the peer group. And I have been absolutely focused on making sure that for the first cohort of this program, that everyone in that program is going to be the right person so that everyone can learn from everyone and get the value of the network within that. 
So that's it, the 90-day business growth accelerator. Get in touch as soon as you can. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn is probably the easiest way to do so or my email, which is nick at fielding.global. We've also got a new site, which I believe is going live today, which will have a bit more information for those of you who want to get into the detail. But as I always say, just jump on a call with me. I'll take you through it. There's no pressure to do it. You know, it's not, that's not what I do. If it's right for you and you feel that you need to start to, you know, take some action in this area, then it's certainly a option for you to get going and to sort of hit the ground running as we enter the new decade. So there we are. That's it for today. Nick talking rambling, rambling Australian. As I said, there'll be some more interviews coming, but hopefully you like these. If you do, please give me some feedback. As you know, I always like getting um, emails saying how much you're liking or not liking the show, where I can improve. If you're really liking it, please subscribe, leave a review and make some recommendations to any of your friends who are going through the same journey as you, as I am always happy to help. Okay, bye for now. Be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up.